It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers USBP. That's cbp.gov careers USBP. Santa Claus is a very special newsmaker, as I'm sure you all realize. Unlike most of the people we talk about on news programs, he's not listed in who's who, and the encyclopedia is content to describe him in just one line. Yet he has more friends than any man alive, and it must be admitted he's without rival in his field. That field, as any child knows, is the making and distribution of Christmas presents, his specialty being toys. CBS News sent this reporter up to the North Pole over a weekend to bring you a first-hand report on Santa Claus Enterprises and to check a worrisome rumor we've been hearing here in the United States. A report again filtered down to this very network that the old gentleman was ill, victim of pressurized bewilderment, trying to select the perfect gift. The reporter was misinformed, the rumor completely unfounded. Santa Claus is immune to virus 1098 plus tax and all such man-made ills because he contains an extra king-sized amount of a powerful preventive known as the milk of human kindness. Another report credited to well-informed sources said Rudolph, the latter-day reindeer, was having battery trouble. He's the guide reindeer, as you know. Well, I'm here to tell you his nose still lights up like a searchlight. And Rudolph was particularly helpful in my recent assignment up there in Santa Land. So, I hope this puts to rest those disturbing reports. Everything is normal at the North Pole, but despite the normalcy, perhaps because of it, it's still an interesting news story, one of the oldest on record, certainly one of the best. Consider the magnitude the job Santa takes on each year. The Claus Toy Factory surpasses all known records for volume of production. And as for distribution, Santa's round-the-world trips on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day exceed even the speed of the space rockets. This year, the gears are well-oiled, and Santa's again a cinch to retain his record for traveling much faster than sound, a record he's held since long before there was such a thing as television, radio, airplanes, or rockets. From Rudolph and other sources, we've learned some interesting stories about Santa, which in part explain how that remarkable man started on his life's work. Like many people who spend their lives doing things for others, Santa doesn't like to talk about himself, so we were unable to verify all the details. But we understand that when Santa was a small boy, and that was many, many years ago, his life was not so enjoyable. He was quite poor, and his family was barely able to buy food and other necessities, to say nothing of toys. This wouldn't have bothered Santa too much under ordinary circumstances because he was unusually independent and inventive. But his sister, whose name was Santella, was an invalid, 
and couldn't entertain herself as most children do, it was really to help her that Santa became a toy maker. According to our North Pole sources, Santa started making toys when he was just nine years old. Here, as nearly as we can tell after all these years, is how it came about. Since Santella had to stay in the house most of the time, Santa used to go out every day and get pretty stones and flowers for her to play with. And every evening he told her stories and did tricks to make her laugh. But that wasn't quite enough for a Merry Christmas. And when Santa was nine years old, he decided to do something about it. First, he went to see the old toy maker in his village, the man who made toys for the rich children, and asked him for perhaps some cheap leftover toys. But the toy maker was a cross old fellow who thought only about making money, so he said no. There was no one else to turn to since the old toy maker had cornered the whole market, so young Santa had to rely on himself. For weeks, his family heard him hammering and sawing in the basement, but he wouldn't let them come down to see what he was doing. Only on Christmas Day did he reveal his surprise. From the cellar, he brought up a dollhouse, a dollhouse big enough for Santella to sit in, and brought her some small toys, too. Santella had her first really happy Christmas, and her happiness gave Santa the great idea. Right then and there, he decided to make toys for all the poor children in the village. He set to work right away, and when the next Christmas came around, he'd made enough toys for everyone poor and rich children alike. As Santa grew up, his reputation spread with his waistline, and in a few years, the demand for his toys had skyrocketed. Santa's production methods were always way ahead of his time, but as he began to expand his trade, he began to have trouble with the distribution of the finished product. He needed a vehicle of some sort, and since Christmas comes in the wintertime, a sleigh naturally was the most practical means of transportation. A benevolent friend gave Santa a fine sleigh with the smoothest runners, and then all Santa needed was animals to pull it. Because he couldn't make up his own mind, Santa asked some of his favorite children to help him choose the animals, and a few days later, Santa and the kids went out into the woods where, in those days, the animals ran wild. The children were frightened, as who wouldn't be, by the bears and the wolves, but they ran right over and petted the reindeer. And when Santa saw this, he hired eight of the prettiest on the spot. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen. They're called, as you know, and they've been with Santa ever since. In the last few years, Rudolph has been added to the team, but he's really an extra used only in emergencies, especially those caused by bad weather. Santa views the fad in space travel with mixed emotions. He has only the kindest wishes for the astronauts and the cosmonauts, but sometimes he's tempted to give the Russians a taste of their own medicine by telling them it was he who invented space flight. We've been unable to verify reports that Santa sometimes switches to a camel in the hot countries such as Africa, but rumor has it that he was once seen crossing the Atlantic on a whale when all of his reindeer had overindulged on tundra herbs and all were ill. He's been known on occasion to try out a more modern means of transportation, such as the helicopter, but he hasn't any need for such gadgets because his reindeer are more agile than any mechanical invention. How Santa managed to train them to travel at such high speed and through the air is a trade secret. Santa, in fact, is known for his ingenuity, and he has many such trade secrets. Did you ever stop to wonder, for instance, how he manages to get back up the chimney? And for that matter, how such a portly gentleman manages to get down? 
Then there are those gift bags which seem to hold a limitless supply of packages. But unfortunately, these are matters which Santa just refuses to discuss for fear his scientific discoveries might fall into unscrupulous hands. And incidentally, in case you've wondered why he chose to live in such a cold climate, you have to admit the polar regions are in some ways ideal for business enterprise. For the most part, at the North Pole, Santa can work undisturbed, and it is one of the few areas of the world where, so far at least, he's been able to maintain his international status. But of course, that doesn't make Santa a man without a country. He's a citizen of every nation in the world and is loved by all. He was amused by a CBS News correspondent's report that Santa was no politician, international or otherwise, couldn't get himself elected to anything. Too fat, too old, too weird a dresser, uses reindeer instead of teamsters, never takes his wife on a trip. Further, said the correspondent, less than 5% of the people believed in Santa Claus, and most of them were four years old or younger. Wrong again, Charlie. Santa Claus gets elected every year by those kids by acclamation. Mrs. Claus has been known to complain that her husband works so hard she has trouble timing his dinner. But from the looks of him, Santa hasn't missed many meals in his adult life. And Mrs. Claus, like most good wives, shares his professional interests. Often she helps out in the toy factory, particularly during the Christmas rush. And she usually catalogs the mountains of mail Santa receives through the courtesy of the world postal departments. Santa's line of goods is determined largely by the requests he receives in letters. Although he always carries standard items, dolls and trucks, and performing electrical marvels today's youngsters are asking for. However, it must be said that Santa's been a bit concerned about all the weapons of war, all the toy guns, tanks, planes, and rockets that have been leaping off TV screens of late right into toy stores all across America, and how he wishes that all such things remain only toys as long as people live. And he hopes someday children of all ages may outgrow them for good. Santa spends 11 months of the year manufacturing toys, but in December he starts making plans for deliveries. Contrary to popular belief, he doesn't do all the delivering of goods on Christmas Eve. To make the job a bit lighter, he brings his presents to the children of some nations on December 6th, the Feast of St. Nicholas. That day happens to be Santa's birthday, and as often the case in Europe, he was named after the saint on whose feast day he was born. Santa Claus, you see, is an abbreviation for St. Nicholas, and this may have had a good deal of influence on Santa because he naturally learned all about the saint, a very good man who had a special love for children. Since we all get a chance to see Santa at least once a year, it may seem somewhat redundant to describe him now, but it's interesting to note, I think, that he's made modifications in his clothing over the years. When Clement Moore met him on a certain night before Christmas many years ago, he was dressed in fur from his head to his toes. But unlike many men of distinction, his continuing success has made him less conservative, if anything, and now he usually wears a red flannel suit with ermine trimming to match his long white beard. Despite that white beard, Santa won't reveal his exact age. But we know he's nearly as old as Christmas, yet eternally young at heart. His boyish energy and constant good health astound most doctors. Staggering as his job is, no one has ever seen a worry line in Santa's forehead. 
Santa does a lot of laughing, and when he does, his eyes twinkle, dimples appear in his fat, rosy cheeks, and as one friend put it, his little round belly shakes like a bowl full of jelly. Santa's a hard worker, but with it all, he manages to have a lot of fun, and he looks as if he gets a great kick out of living. Santa's philosophy, of course, is one we've all been taught to follow, but which not all of us do. Santa gets his greatest happiness out of making others happy. And the more he gives, the jollier he becomes. In short, he embodies the whole spirit of Christmas and the joy of giving. Offhand, you'd think everyone would welcome a man who stands for such sentiments. But although Santa has more friends than any man alive... Like any man in public life, he also has his enemies. These critics daren't go so far as to contradict Santa's creed. They use a more subtle type of propaganda, skepticism. Sources close to Santa say he usually refers these skeptics to the letter written by a friend, an editor of the New York Sun, to a little girl named Virginia. Perhaps you've wondered why Santa does what he does. Why he devotes his entire life without salary, without profit, to continuing this Christmas tradition. As one of his closest advisors told me, Santa has faith in the children of the world. He knows that young minds and hearts must be encouraged to believe and to have hope for the future. Children need, as man himself needs, faith that tomorrow can be brighter and happier. Yes, Santa works without salary, he asks nothing, but he has faith that by encouraging children to be good, they will perhaps retain some of this philosophy when they grow older. The children he'll visit this Christmas will no doubt understand how Santa keeps his faith. To those of us who have grown older, this faith can be reborn if we look into the clear, bright eyes of our own children. If we look on Christmas morning, we may see the one reward that Santa hopes for. If we look, we may see how Santa's simple technique of goodwill toward men can help to bring us the one thing for which we pray. Peace on earth. This is Douglas Edwards, CBS News. Merry Christmas. That was CBS News correspondent Douglas Edwards. This is the CBS Radio Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.